U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone Eastern Standard Time, 17 hours, 27 minutes, 15 seconds. Universal Time, 22 hours, 27 minutes, 20 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory It is December 27th, 2022. We survived Christmas. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. I got Jesse with me today. We're going to tell you all about what we did around here in Las Vegas and find out what's going on around the world. Well, Mr. Jesse, did you enjoy Christmas with the puppies? I did. It was it was a great Christmas. It was lovely, wasn't it? It mm-hmm. was kind of peaceful and just enjoyable all around. But, um... It didn't start off that way, did it, Mr. Jesse? Wasn't there some airport nightmare? (sighs) We got to start off with the beginning. I literally tried to block it out of my memory. Although I did tell everybody in my office. (laughs) So you got it all out of your system already? (laughs) I did. Maybe that's why I processed it and kind of like moved it to the back of my head. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I literally went to for work, had to drop off a car for my boss, but had to go back to the airport around 11-ish. Uh, to pick up my brother, and as you know, it was a normal trip. I I was driving. I was with my mom, and I got that notification in my car that says tire pressure low. I was like, all right, no biggie. Whatever. Still on the freeway. Still driving. And still driving. Don't feel any difference. You know what I mean? Um, have it on comfort mode. So things are going smoothly. So I get to the airport. Find after getting through this long line of traffic, I finally make it to where my brother is. And Keith, and 
They come in the car. Everything's great. We're saying hello. I'm like, oh, finally, I get to go home. Um, so as it was like leaving, midnight, right? Eleven o'clock, midnight. Yeah, eleven forty-five, midnight. Hit midnight. So as we're leaving, it's the day the before airport, Christmas Eve. Is that what this is? It's the day before Christmas. The day Eve. before Christmas Eve, twenty-third. So, so okay. as soon as we're leaving the airport area where you pick up everybody, some some white ladies come into the car, walk into the car. I'm like, I was like in my head, I'm thinking, who's this crazy lady? Get away from my car. Um, turns out we, I wasn't gonna roll down the window, but somebody rolled down the window. I was like, hey, you have a flat tire. <laughs> I was like, oh. Damn it. I hope she's not right. And because I've been driving the car up until this point, I was like, I don't feel any mm-hmm. flat tire. But fine. Um, so we decide to, I decided to just leave the airport because it's utter chaos and go to the you know first gas station I find, which is by UNLV. Mm-hmm. So I pull over at the gas station maybe a mile away. And I and it's just flat, flat, flat. I shouldn't have been driving my car. You probably car. have drive flat tires on that car though, but you know – well, I, but did, I, did, I didn't see your I did learn from, for like an hour. I did learn from, I just came from going to the tire shop that it's called I, – I, I did a hell ring around the tire. Mm-hmm. So even though I, I was driving it, it's unrepairable because I've driven it to the point where it's so made this ring around. it doesn't matter around. at this point. No. So either way, I drove it, but it also had a nail on a part of the tire the where side. it's unfixable mm-hmm. to fix the flat. So, so either say. way, it's gone. That's the like tire's the, gone. They always have some reason why you have to buy a new tire. Yeah, so the tire's gone, <laughs> and and luckily, luckily my my brother's boyfriend had AAA. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh okay, we'll call AAA. I'm like, I know I have my car also, but I didn't have because remember when I got the car, it didn't give me any paperwork. Well, let's not act like I'm chopped liver here. I called you back after I saw you had a missed call, and you guys were all giggling. Oh, flat tire, hee, 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 ha, 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 it's fine, triple A's coming. Yeah, but I'm, I'm getting to that point of the story. This okay. was before okay. even I called you. I offered for help. You weren't, when you weren't bad. answering the phone. Help. So AAA is, has this process where you just, you know, automate it, precise location, and it says 59 minutes, a AAA will be there to help you. Interesting. So, yeah, we, we're like, okay, 59 minutes, we'll be perfectly fine. One minute, one hour passes. One I had called, I, I tried to call you a couple times. You finally call me back, and three. <laughs> it's about three thirty now. It was late. Triple A's not coming. No one is coming. I fell asleep here, sitting I, up on the couch. You know, like, here, here's the worst part of the on. story. Across the street is a twenty four hour tire shop, but. I, I walked over there at 2.30 asking if he can come change my tire. I would pay him, pay for the service to get my uh-huh. tire fixed. Was not leaving his shop. He said, I'm the only one here. It's 2.30 in the morning. No one is there. Nobody. I'm offering you business across the street. Would not come. And, my, and at this point, we I left from the parking lot trying to just park my car at the grocery store across the street. Mm-hmm. It sounded horrible. I, I just pulled over. I was like, I won't make it across the street to the grocery store. So I'm definitely not making it across the street to the tire shop. So finally, I come back from the tire shop. My brother calls me because I'm I'm just looking for avenues now. I'm just kind of going to abandon. I'm going to abandon my car. Just whenever buy I, a new car. Whatever happens, point. I'll just get a new car. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm taking an Uber. We're going home. Just but return finally, the car. It hasn't even been 30 days Finally, yet. AAA calls. Is it apologize. It's been three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. We were only expected an hour at the time. Everybody's starting mm-hmm. to get frustrated. Finally, they come and fix the car. Thank you. The, the, the guy was super nice. Did he have a Santa Claus suit on? No, or did he bring you presents? No. He brought me the present nice? of being able to leave. No, he was super nice. You know where to go he home? He was one of these guys who was like, he was just grateful to have a job. He was getting overtime. Mm-hmm. I guess he was the only person working in Las Vegas that he's aware of. And he normally has seven AAA calls. He had 15 already for the night. Well, damn. 
Um, so finally made it home around 4 a.m. Me and the puppies were and wondering you, if Daddy was ever and coming Dr. back. And Dr. Weber was passed out, passed sleeping. No, fuck he, out. He didn't have a care in the world. He was just sleeping away I mean, with you, the puppies. Because you were all having a great time. It was like all four of you guys in the car. I was like, they're fine. They're just they're Didn't even make sure I made stuff. it home safely. I was worried. Of course, so, mm, so worried. So worried. <laughs> well, everybody got here and we got some sleep. But I survived. We survived. We, you know, we got up the next day, had some I some lived breakfast. to record another podcast. <laughs> We'll have to talk about how the tamales and everything went later on um, and how the doggies enjoyed their first Christmas being alive. Mm -hmm. But until then, are you ready to get into uh, the top five things that happened since we did the last show, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. All right, let's get into that. I know we got Megan the Stallion. It seems like that case has finally wrapped up. We'll figure out some other things, too. It's a white Christmas around the world right now. support animal and get ready for a dose of reality you're stuck on kbut the butt this is dr when you gotta go you gotta go but we will be right back remember to always wipe and wash those hands doctor's orders this is kbut the butt All right, Jesse, let's get into the top five things that happened since we did the last show. We got Vladimir Putin, Megan Stallion, and a blizzard. Lots of stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. Well, we can finally wrap up a story that we talked about uh, about a week ago on the show. Megan the Stallion was in court. She is not in court, but she was. And the uh, verdict has came down on this case the day before Christmas Eve, the day you were stuck in a car. Um, Daystar Peterson, the rapper known as Tory Lanez or R&B artist, was found guilty by a Los Angeles jury on Friday for shooting the fellow artist. Would you like to see a clip of the news sure. article? The verdict is in. Tory Lanez found guilty on all three counts in his assault trial, where he was accused of firing gunshots at Megan the Stallion. I'm a victim. Like, I'm the victim. Like, I don't, I'm not defending myself against anything. Like, something happened to me. Less than a month after court proceedings began, the Canadian rapper now awaits sentencing. 
He faces more than 22 years in prison and possibly deportation. You shot me. Stop lying. So, um, it's kind of random, right? It's done, though, so, I mean, it's just kind of... I feel like that's one of those ones that we were just kind of waiting to wrap up, but um, a statement from Megan's lawyer says, The jury got it right, and I'm thankful there is justice for Meg. The uh, Grammy Award-winning rapper Megan Thee Stallion, age 27, had earlier testified that Lanes shot her or shot at her feet, not shot her, shot at her feet after a pool party in Hollywood Hills, July 2020. Mm-hmm. Interesting story, though, right, it Jesse? It's very fascinating. Um, it's definitely made her more of a household name. So, you know, they, they say any pub is good pub. That's true. Um, she well, didn't seem to enjoy it too much. Yeah, but. oh, God, no, of course not. But, like, maybe later on, now that it's over, are we having the same problem where something is recording over something again over here? What is going on? I'm just going to let it roll. Because it did fine last time, but we're recording over something. There must be an old track mm. in this system or something, but it's not a big deal. Like we're a VHS gonna... from recording yeah, over an yeah. old show? Real, real old porno or something, you know? <laughs> Who knows? So what's uh, with this next story? So Putin says he's ready to know, negotiate with everyone involved in Ukraine. Is this... Can he be... Re- taken seriously or is this just another yeah. stunt i think and this is on the wave of uh Zelensky coming to to the u.s and addressing the congress and you know them allocating several you know billion dollars to the ukrainian people for missile defense what is what can you take from this i mean he did say in a slip up i heard on a news article he called it a war for the first time because apparently over there they call it a special military operation if you say war the word war, it's like um, you go to jail or whatever. But he slipped up, I guess, and said it recently. Lock him up. Yeah, lock him up. But um, I, Putin previously called on Ukraine and international communities to recognize Crimea as part of Russia. So that's what he wants. But Ukraine is saying, no, we want all of our country back, you crazy man. Yeah. So well, I think Russia's this is all been just, under occupied territory of Crimea for it's, some time now. It's been chaos over there for a while. But I speaking mean, of, hold on, but speaking about chaos. Chaos, Jesse. Can we talk about Southwest Airlines? I mean, it's just not Southwest, I think, but I think they may be causing a lot of problems. Southwest is the one making the ripples in the sky Mm -hmm. on the news. More than 2,300 flights were canceled across the U.S. on Christmas Day uh, amid a brutal winter storm. Uh, Looks like nearly 6,000 others were delayed on Christmas Day. Your brother had to get a flight changed, right? Yeah, he just found out today that his flight was canceled, and he doesn't even leave until tomorrow, and it's already canceled. Really? Yeah. See, that's what happens when one airline screws up. It's just a ripple effect across the so, whole but here, you know, here's the thing. ecosystem here's the, here's of the airlines. Issue that people are having a problem with also. So it's not just missing their flights. They don't have their luggage. Or people presents. are missing their luggage. And some people aren't even getting to at all. Like there was a guy earlier on the news, and I'm sure there's millions of people like him, thousands of people like him. And he's like, well, I took off work and I bought plane tickets and train ride from the airport and it's i spent thousands of dollars prepping for this all banking on getting on an airplane and like so what you know like now his vacation time he took off work i guess you can still hang out at home and you know people this is this you know what this tells you people just stay home here's the question though people want to fly they can fly to you is it southwest or is it this winter storm it's we had you know several dozen people reacted to the death of people in buffalo Mm -hmm. even the 22-year-old girl who passed away in her waiting car, for yeah. emergency rescue to help her because she didn't realize, you know, the 
you know, the snow can actually block the muffler, and she died of fixation. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Well, there's other people that have died from, um, you know, no, what's it called? Not scooping. Help me. Shoveling their driveways. People have heart attacks. Um, it says at least 55 people died nationwide from the mm. wintry weather. Um, people who had no power in Buffalo. So it's one of those things. Just be thankful for what you got, people. Absolutely. Be thankful for what you got. Okay, this one, I just find this story so fascinating, and it continues. This, this is like a little Christmas present to me, Jesse. Because I know it's the, when stuff like this happens, I really enjoy it. Um, so this... Elected Congressman George Santos out of New York, not Buffalo, but Long Island area. Republican. Apparently, Republican. Apparently, he's a gay. And that's part of allegedly. my... Allegedly. Allegedly. This could all be lies. I'm a, I don't believe anything's coming out of his mouth. Because he lied about his education. He lied about his work history. And he also apparently lied about being Ukrainian Jewish. He's, his, his, he lied about his grandparents being in the Holocaust. Yeah. Lied about... Having a non-profit animal I a clip? I shelter. I actually have a clip from FM. Do you want to hear this? Let's see if this is. Let's see if this is entertaining. Because I heard him at one point say, "He's like, I didn't say I was Jewish. I said I was Jew." Followed intensifying after Congressman-elect George Santos admitted to lying on his resume to win an election on Long Island. The Republican turned the blue district red recently and remains determined he will still be sworn in next week. But other politicians now claim he could have committed criminal fraud. CBS 2's John Diaz joins us live from the Syosset train station in Nassau County, which is part of his district. John? Good afternoon, Andrea and Natalie. And while George Santos has been admitting to all his lies, and he did apologize, many constituents that we've been speaking with throughout the day and political experts saying that this is still very serious. And even so, do you think he, he will have to step down, or is there like this? There's no, there's no law against lying. If, obviously, all these politicians do is lie. So, I mean, is it a surprise? It depends if he committed a crime. But what kind of crime what, could he have committed exactly? I mean, I don't know. I don't know we'll either. see if he's lying about stuff. He could have admitted some finance. You know, mistakes. I think on it's his interesting reports. that he's gay because, like, I've had people tell me, like, in college and stuff, and like, they're like, you get away with saying stuff that you say because of who you are and the way you say it. And I'm like, well, is it because I'm gay? And they're like, well, maybe it is. I'm like, because I think that is true. You can say anything you want to say if you say it in a certain way. And like, I'm watching the interview with this guy. Like, there's a little part where he like does the interview. Oh, here it is. Maybe it's like, can I can I play this little part where he like talks to his interviewer? He I don't know. He he he's clever. Falling on our shoulders is the expectations from the generations prior to us that we're not measuring up. We're not enough. We don't do enough. Where they they label us as the lazy generation. The allegations were exposed. So it's like he times he has a good way of speaking and stuff. And it's like. If well, you sure can say it the right way, the gap, yeah, yeah I, he has to. But he's also, you know, one he's got way too much makeup on. <laughs> His lips are like pink or something. Like he went to a Hello Kitty makeup party of a bunch of <laughs> bunch of kindergartners. Just, or I think this may fall on to uh, Republican leadership to either tell him that you need to step down, or we're gonna just sideline you mm-hmm. when you join the Congress. Mm. Like not put him on any there, committees. There needs or... to be some political pressure put on him because this can't be the new norm. Once one once one person does it, it becomes a new norm when there's no repercussions for mm-hmm. actions like this. Oh, and you okay. can't just lie to constituents. You, you are working for a job to... Uh, represent them. Yeah. And it's almost you're, like... You're just blatant, lied about every single thing that they voted for you for. It doesn't seem like he has much like forgiveness for it either. It's almost like he thinks he was clever. Like, I was very clever with the way I used my words and stuff. But, hey, whatever, you know. We shall see, Mr. Jesse. 
We'll take a little break, and we'll be back, and let's talk about what we did for the puppies and how they enjoyed their Christmas, Mr. Jesse. You need a dose of reality stats. Never fear. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. New episodes weekly at DoctorWhoever.com. Well, I told you my favorite part about Christmas is December 26th, the day after Christmas, when it's all over, and you can be like, God damn, it's over, finally. Shove that tree back up the chimney and incinerate it for all I care. Yeah, you feel some way about Christmas? I just like it to be over. I do love this song. It's bringing me so much joy this Christmas. It's like my favorite thing I found this whole Christmas season. I think it's hilarious. But um, something else I enjoyed eventually after I sat down and watched it when I wasn't in such a grinchy mood was this Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell, Octavia Spencer, um, Apple Plus Spirited. Spirited. Um, And apparently it became the number one streamed most watched thing on Apple TV ever. Um, because, and I find that interesting because when I first sat down to watch it, like, I don't know, it was earlier in the year and I wasn't as in a holiday spirit. I was like, I cannot, this is awful. But then I watched it again and it was kind of funny. Like, but like, well, I think it's fascinating. I told you this, like you see kids in TV shows now and they like, their teeth are yellow and they're people, everybody of all ages now are like, people are not like perfect with white teeth and perfectly manicured eyebrows they're more natural looking people in tv shows and movies now and they're doing the same thing i think with singing and stuff it's like will Farrell is singing ryan reynolds is singing they're not no octavia octavia spencer is singing not known singing. for singing but it was enjoyable once i sat down and enjoyed you it. have to be invested in them as actors yeah to, i had to be invested and i had to also i think invest in like the just you know enjoying a christmas movie but um, something I found interesting was they all the actors got together and got Nickelback to do a cover of the song, and I want to play it for you. Hi there. Uh, Will, Octavia, and I, we, we want to thank everyone who's made Spirited the most watched movie ever on Apple TV+. Plus. That's crazy. A turning point in our film is the song Unredeemable. It's an emotional anthem about whether humanity can overcome our our mistakes and i hope we can so merry christmas everyone let's let's be kind to each other i like i like him i've always liked ryan reynolds and will ferrell and octavia spencer i like everybody in this Let's let that play out while we talk about what we got the puppies for Christmas. They got so many little amazing toys, didn't they, Mr. Jesse? Mm-hmm. A nuzzle pad, enrichment games for their little brain, a giant unicorn that's taller than all of them, both of them together times two. Yeah, stink sticks. Stink sticks everybody complained about, and I was like, they're dogs, people. You know, they don't eat the same kind of stuff we do. They lick their butts. What do you think they're going to smell like? Think they're going to smell like roses? You look at butt, your, your mouth smells fresh. <laughs> I'll lick a butt if I want. Like the poor little doggies. Everybody's uh, everybody blaming them for their stinky little toys. It's not very nice. But they enjoyed Christmas. They did. I found this really interesting article about 
alternatives to Christmas trees. Because on one of the other shows, we talked about how a guy got a Danny DeVito cutout and turned it into a Christmas tree. And um, this article was just talking about, like, different methods of building a Christmas tree. Uh, one of them is a bunch of books stacked up, you know, cir- small circles going up to, you know, books of smaller cylindrical portions with a little cactus kind of plants on top. And they put lights around it. It was great. Um, another one is just, like, a little tropical plant with little Santa hats. Somebody took a bunch of CDs or records and did a spin move. But I think my favorite one is this normal Christmas tree, but, like, one third of the way like from the top they cut off like a foot of it and put a little ornament man like he axed it with an axe like he chopped it all down i thought that's pretty hilarious do you like any of these yeah i like like, my favorite one is uh the tree with the little dog bed inside oh you see that one I, i think i saw it yes i've pretty much seen all of them did you see the one with all like the flowers and butterflies on it it's just all flowers and butterflies i did see that these are really nice you know mm-hmm. Some of them are little, little... You must really love Christmas to do this. Yeah, some of these are a little bit colorful for me, but you see the one that's all succulents? Mm-hmm. It's like all succulents. I love that. I love that. Be creative, people. Be you. Do what you want. Hi, Mr. Jesse. How about we do the eight most annoying people of the past year, according to Fox News? How about that? Corner Fox. Yeah, so that's it. You knew this would be a good one, right? Dog goes woof, cat goes meow, bird goes tweet, and mouse goes squeak. Cow goes moo, frog goes crow, and the elephant goes toot. Ducks and quack, and fish go blub, and the seal goes ow, 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 but there's no sound that no one knows. What does the fox say? Well, Fox says that these eight people are the most annoying of the past year, and I can agree with some of these, I will say, Jesse. Some of these people, I'm like, yeah, you know, You're one of these soup's people. annoying. How rude. You are one of these people. Why you say? Okay. Do you want to go through the list? We're going so you through can the list. Out why? Oh, I know, I know, I know. I'm just playing dumb, Mister Jesse. But I, I did you agree with this one. So well, it's like you're a natural. <laughs> I agree with this one. <laughs> Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Yes, my God. You just like let it go. Like or, gonna... I, according to this, this I like it right here. Meghan Markle and Prince. What's his name? Are you offended by the view being? In the yes, list? I am very offended by this. They put the view on here, but I love the next one. Con Ye West. That's that's pretty much. A given. And Chris Cuomo. Is Chris Cuomo, is he relevant for 2021? I think that, like, he, I think the funny thing about Chris Cuomo is he had such, like, a meteoric kind of rise, and then it's just, like, this completely disappearing of him. I think he popped up on, like, Newsmax, one of those random shows for a while, too, and it's not going well for him. But the next one, this is that that bald gay guy that's on CNN sometimes. We haven't seen him in a while. Brian Steltzer. Hmm. At first, I thought they were talking about Donnie O'Sullivan. I was like, Donnie O'Sullivan, leave him alone. Well, this next one's you. Oh, yeah. Harry Potter people. <laughs> Harry Potter people. I didn't imagine know this. Imagine a child actor got to appear in a movie based on some of the most popular books of all time. You become a super famous, fabulously wealthy J.K. Rowling. What did you give me last year? A uh, Le Creuset, Harry Potter. I did. With the little lightning bolt. I don't even know who these next two people are. Ben Collins and Brady somebody. I don't Someone even know who that is. Someone sure. Yeah. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, I thought was about it, you know. But, I mean, I don't find him annoying. I just kind of find him, like... I don't know, overrated. What does the fox 
Alright, Jesse, let's do some pop culture news and talk about that weird movie that uh, we watched with your brother uh, last night. How about that? Alright. Alright. this violent night movie um we actually paid 24.99 for it and it was all right like i got most of it but i did fall asleep like towards the end but i woke up at the end so i think i just missed like the chaos it and wasn't fight that scene. bad actually that just kind of so this article thing. is saying that violent night deserves to be the next christmas classic does it so this the person that plays santa i didn't think it was that funny literally goes through the naughty list and starts taking out all these people that have decided to Kind of rob this family, invade, on Christmas kind of like a home invasion. Mm-hmm. Like the lady is like a, I don't know. They they never say who she is, but she's supposed to be some kind of like either tech magnet or political person or governor or vice president or something like that. But they never actually say who yeah. she is. So David Harbor uh, plays a jaded, tired Santa Claus tasked with saving a wealthy family from kidnapper from kidnappers having to walk a fine line. And I, it wasn't the, my best movie, but it wasn't. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Actually, I'm not going to add that to my list. <laughs> you own it. Oh, unfortunately. Well, this is something I can get into. The three-hour version of the Top Gun Maverick shirtless football scene on the beach. Um, your brother thought it was funny that I had on like a underwear fashion show on Christmas Eve. We were doing, we we're making tamales. Like, oh, that's what we do around here. We watch. Uh, we have all kinds of fun things on TV around here. And Adele is showing some support for Megan Thee Stallion after the verdict. She says, go out there and do you, girl, and don't let anybody tell you you can't. What do you think about that, Mr. Justin? I agree. I like her. All right, let's take a little break, and we'll be right back. Real discussions that matter with just a pinch of nonsense. Get bent back into shape with the Doctor Whoever Project. We come into this world unknown, but know that we are not alone. They try to knock us down, but change is coming. It's our time now. Mr. Jesse, how about the top Pornhub results in countries for this past year? Um, men versus women. Has transgender become a popular type of porn? What countries are watching the most? What's going on, Jesse? It looks like there's some all kinds of numbers all over the place. And, of course, the United States is the top consumer of pornography worldwide, with the U.K. being number two. And it looks like France have moved ahead of Japan and Mexico. Oh. Oh, look at that. Um, all kinds of things. This is very interesting. Um, it says search resorts for MILF swapped places with lesbian, followed by P-I-N-A-Y. I, don't, I guess that is something for Filipino women. I never heard that. P-I-N-A-Y. 
to complete the top five. Yeah, so the top five, number one is the U.S., number two is the U.K., number three is France, number four is Japan, and rounding it out, number five is Mexico. Mm-mm-mm. Well, the reality category grew by 169% to become one of the top 20 categories, while popularity of amateur categories has dropped slightly by 19%. The statisticians theorize that a more amateur model have become full-time performers. The quality of their videos has improved, but visitors are still seeking that real homemade porn experience. <laughs> Comparatively, the transgender category grew by a whopping 75% to become the seventh most popular category worldwide. Did Cher's boyfriend propose to her? I didn't even know Cher had a boyfriend. No, Did you, Jesse? I don't follow Cher. Too <laughs> I don't either. But apparently, uh, Cher's boyfriend, Alec Danzander, E-A-E-L Edwards, proposed on Christmas Eve. We don't know. We'll find out about that. But it looks like there might have been a massive diamond ring spotted, Mr. Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um, the 76-year-old Academy Award and Grammy-winning actress confirmed dating rumors with the 36-year-old artist and music executive in November. So we'll keep up with that if there's anything interesting going on. But I don't like to, you know. It's a big age gap. Huge age gap. I don't like to make up stories here if, you know. We don't like to just tell tales. You can get it, girl, if you want it. She can be the MILF. We watched this um, All the Knives or whatever thing on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, has that British guy in it from 007. I'm not good at celebrity people. Um, the guy that plays Captain America, Chris Evans. I'm getting better about celebrity names having to do this because mm-hmm. it's like I really have to pull them out. You couldn't pay me a million dollars to name Who's that Chris, Chris Evans guy? But um, looks like this Glass Onion, it's in the same kind of universe as that one, is coming out and it's supposed to be pretty good, Mr. Jesse. Um, I know we tried to watch it last night, but I just kind of like, I don't know. I wasn't, wasn't sure in the mood. what you were talking about. Well, I just wasn't in the mood like to watch a mystery, but it's kind of like Clue and all that kind of stuff. It's it's kind of in that kind I of like I did enjoy that vibe. other one a lot. Well, it was good. So I think it's kind of, watch it. I feel like shows are starting to do like um, The White Lotus mm-hmm. where they're keeping the show, but they're changing the cast. And, like, a little bit. The location and like, everything um, going on. They might keep one character. Say, what was her name? What's the lady's name? We always we like, and she's in she's in the White Lotus. I never remember her name. Uh, what is her name? Stifler's mom. That's, yeah, Stifler's her mom. Her name will always be Stifler's mom yeah. to me. But um, she's in the new one, White Lotus. But she, I was for the first two or three episodes, I couldn't. It was like kind of bothering me. I'm like, is she the same character? Because she's with this guy that she meets in the first one. So it takes you a while to realize, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of a continuation in the future of the same character, but there's different characters. I don't know. It's a lot going on, but we'll watch that, right? We'll give it a little mm-hmm. chance. And wh- uh, what do you think about Whitney Houston? Are you uh, are you into Whitney Houston, I like Whitney Mr. Houston. Jesse? My, sh- my co-worker is actually going to see this movie today. Oh, really? Oh, so this is a movie? Mm-hmm. So it's like... It's a biopic. It's out right now? Yeah, it's out right oh, now. Okay. Is it supposed to be, like, a good biopic, or...? Uh, I'm not too sure. Well, I'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> Um, I don't really know much about Whitney Houston. It's you know she's one of those people. that's like kind of on my radar, but like kind of not. But I, I enjoy the songs. You know, mm-hmm. these are always good. Oh, thank you. Who brought this up? There we go. Should stay. I would only be in your way. So I. All right, let's take a little break, Mr. Jesse, and we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about that Bowflex that we finally figured out how to use. (laughs) I'll think of you every step of 
always here to be your second opinion. Or third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. You got the picture. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Always on at DoctorWhoever.com. Well, we did get that Bowflex weight system, the uh, one with the barbells, the two barbells. We didn't even know it had two I didn't barbells. I had two barbells. We did put it together, and we did not kill each other in the process. Um, how do you like having a little having a little pump before the shower? It's kind of nice. Pump, pump it I up. like it. It's nice, right? It's enjoyable. we got to find a better place for it to live, but it's really nice just kind of having that there just to use when you want. I haven't been to the gym since these... Since we got these lovely babies, these lovely babies. Um, But I had a story for you that I was going to play for you. But now I'm clicking it and it's like not wanting me to open it up. Uh, Wants me to give the stupid Apple and use app. And I just don't feel like doing that. Oh, yeah. Same here. 13 items to have in your home gym. gym. And we already have two of them. We have the curl bars and we got the dumbbells. But in this other list, I was seeing things like sweat towels, gloves. One thing we did talk about getting is like the rubber mats that kind of go together like a puzzle. Yeah. So you can kind of like use them as, you know, when you kind of put the weights down and stuff, um, just because it's, you know, easier and you don't have to like worry about dropping them and all that, Mr. Jesse. Well, um, you want to talk a little bit about how the tamales turned out? They turned out amazing. Um, so starting this family tradition over again, uh, making tamales, laborious process. This year, we broke it up into two days. So made the meat one day. Next day, the masa and the leaves. There we go. Sorry. Turned out good. It turned out good, didn't What'd it? What did you think? It was your first time making it and actually eating fresh tamales. I so enjoyed you tell it. Me. I mean, the making it process, in my opinion, wasn't that difficult. It was like, I was like, oh, this is, you know, all the hype that we talked about. about but like, it is oh, a multiple, know. it takes multiple no, yeah. people, right? But if you cooperate and everybody has a station because at first it was just kind of like oh chaos what we can do i'm like okay let's build a station for this and let's build a station for that and you know when we found that one little scraper that thing that i use when i like you know cut onions i use it to like move the onions or if you cook it's like yeah but it's really not what it's called it's called more of like a scraper i think or a chopper thing or i don't know but it worked perfect put the masa on the back of the banana it's almost like if you're Filling a gap in a wall with yeah. some like putty paste, and you use one of those little flat <laughs> it was like that. little tools. It was the best thing to use. I'm, I think it actually turned out pretty well, and I thought it was pretty easy. A lot easier than I thought it would be, Mister Jesse. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just time consuming. Well, it was fun, and they were delicious. Mm-hmm. All right, Mister Jesse, you want to get into the new new news? Let's go. All right, let's get into the new new news. You need to know right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. Well, I don't know if these things are good news or not, Mr. Jesse, but, you know, I was telling you this um, right as we started the show. I didn't even know if you knew this, but um, when we call that number at the beginning of the show that, like, gives us the time, that's actually the vice president's home. It's the, uh, 
United States Naval Observatory, and they have this atomic clock, and it keeps the atomic time for the country and all that. And I don't know, I don't know where I heard of that long time ago, um, but I don't know. I just always thought it's fascinating. So it's a it's a good way to like keep on track of like the actual time and enough mm-hmm. for the show. I think. But interesting enough that on Christmas Eve, the Texas Governor Greg Abbott dropped off a busload of immigrants right outside the Vice President's home, that Naval Observatory in D.C. in freezing cold weather. So hopefully people came out and gave them some blankets and, you know, jackets Absolutely. and things like that as they need. Would you like to take the next Tacky. one for me? Yeah, so Tacky. the Congress finally passed the omnibus spending bill, uh, which is really good. Uh, so Congress this week unveiled a swiftly and passed a sprawling $1.7 trillion omnibus package to fund the government through September of 2023. And the Senate already passed it the day before with 68 to 29 votes, and it passed the House 225 to 201. Yeah, oh, they need to do that right. It was like one of those things, it was, they wanted to just get out, which I think is funny, that I wonder if they would have been so quick to um, get the votes done and cooperate if there wasn't some snow coming. What do you think yeah, about that's that? that's probably true. Isn't that kind of interesting that we'll things take whatever just, we whatever brings compromise things I'll take just it. come down to the weather people. Yeah, speaking about weather, Southwest Airlines, as we were discussing before, canceled over sixty percent of their flights on Tuesday, and now is being investigated. Investigated, indeed. Buttigieg is on you. Buttigieg was just on TV. He said he's going to figure this out because his whole big thing he did a couple months ago was, "Oh, we're going to investigate. We're going to make it better." Doesn't seem like it's getting too much better, Mister Jesse. Well, speaking of the TSA and flying and, you know, all those fun things you have to do, in New York's JFK airport, a sticky situation found a disassembled gun in a peanut butter jar, G-I-F to be specific, it looks like. Mm-hmm. That's some good advertising. So someone put a disassembled gun inside jars of peanut butter, hoping to get away with it. They were caught. Like, is that... Big time gel time, like that is that's big time gel time, right? Yep. Like because I, I I would assume that if you're working that hard to get a gun in, you I don't know might have a reason to use it, right? Absolutely. Scary sticky situation. And I have a great video to go along with this one. Oh, I love this one. <laughs> I feel bad for this guy, but it's hilarious. Oh, I have a video. So uh, this is the cranky local sports reporter out of... I'm not sure. Where is he out of, Jesse? Does it say? Somewhere cold. (laughs) Somewhere somewhere where it snows. Uh, Let's see. No access from the Wall Street. Waterloo, Ohio. This is Mark Woodley. Um, He's done the same job for 20 years, and he's a TV sports reporter out of of Waterloo, Iowa. So he's a sports reporter. Sports reporter, not a weather reporter. Not a weather reporter, people. So I'll just let him tell you in his own words what he thinks about being out here in the cold. What better time to ask the sports guy to come in about five hours normally uh, earlier than he would normally wake up, go stand out in the wind and the snow and the cold, and tell other people not to do the same. <laughs> Mark, how are you feeling out there? Uh, again, uh, the same way I felt about eight minutes ago when you asked me that same question. You know, I, I'm used to these evening shows that are only 30 minutes long, and generally on those shows, I'm inside so uh, this is a really long show tune in for the next couple hours to watch me progressively get crankier and crankier how do i get that uh, that's like me on the show right mr jesse that's the year you guys related uh, i love this guy speaking of cranky 
Did um did you just get a sweater for Christmas and did the zipper already break? It's already broken. Oh my god. I thought I was putting away some stuff and I was like looking, I was like, is this that sweater he just got? Was that an Amazon purchase or uh, it was it was gifted to me. Well I know, but I mean I'm not sure what it was. We'll have to find out. That's just that's just silly. But here's the thing, I like the sweater. I, I know. The zipper is already broken. Eh, just return it. Maybe it's just a, it's getting returned. a defect, you know, just a little defect. I saw that, I was like, that's crazy crap. All right, let's take a little break, Mr. Jesse, and we'll come back and we'll talk about some food news. KBUT, the Puck, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. Oh boy, 3 a.m. Another beautiful day. Another day. Servicing the masses. Or did you lose it again? Honestly. I lost it again. Are you serious? Yes, sir. So, will you give me another copy? Healthy is hard on the Doctor Whoever Project, Mr. Jesse. That's what we do. We talk about food on here. And the New Year's Eve is coming. And um, what are you going to make? What am I going to make? What are people going to make? I saw this list, and the top one on here was deviled eggs. And I haven't made those in years. But I have a deviled egg little tray thing that I bought recently, mm-hmm. and I just found it, so I'm definitely going to make some deviled eggs. What <laughs> else do you think we should make? Uh, some spiked juice. Spiked juice? That sounds uh, interesting. We had a pretzel yesterday that was absolutely delicious. That pretzel delicious. was delicious. We'll talk about that place maybe later on if we get around to Are you chewing on the headphone cord? I hear you just licking it. I'm not doing either. Oh, you're not talking to me. Mr. Little Cutie Dodger <laughs> Pants over here. Adorable little baby pants, indeed. Um, how about some lamb sausage puff pastries? That sounds good. That sounds delicious. And um, holiday party punch. You know, you make that however you want. You know, I like that. I like to get that ginger ale that's like cranberry ginger ale. Of course, diet, sugar-free. Mm. Mix that with some vodka. Mm, delicious. You, th- you ever had toasted ravioli? I have not. I've had that. It's pretty damn good. Is it good? It is good. And then this is like a herb freschetta kind of roll. Toasted oh, ravioli and herb freschetta. You know, like little breads and little yeah. little tomato sauce on it? Sounds, sounds like a good. fancy pizza. And then you wanted to do fondue recently. I did. You could do like fondue out of a little mini slow cooker. You know, I'm sure there's TikTokers out there to say, yeah, do it. We'll figure it out. Oh my God, it's so fucking good. I know we have debates here about what should and should not be stored in the refrigerator, Mr. Jesse, and ketchup is one of those. Mustard, I hope people understand, mustard definitely doesn't have to be. But ketchup, I get people, you know, they they don't quite get it because it's tomatoes and supposedly tomatoes. But according to this article, the bottom line is that it is best to keep your ketchup in the refrigerator, but it's not required. It's more of a personal preference Mm -hmm. because a lot of chefs and people say that the refrigerator kind of doils the taste and it makes it kind of have like a... um, I don't know. It does have, I feel like it has like a metallic taste. Um, this is according to like the CEO of like I don't know Food and Wine or something. But he doesn't like to keep it in the refrigerator because of like the taste. And I agree, it has a funny taste. Same thing with that like um, yum yum sauce. It's like better at like a room temperature. Mm. 
Are you trying to see how close you can get to laying <laughs> on top of the computer, Mr. Dodger? The actual main He's main trying to computer? go viral. He's trying to like, he's going to press a, oh, oh God, okay, all right, you're going to press there a sound go. effect. You're about to press a sound effect. <laughs> and uh, another story I thought was interesting, you know, as you go into the new year, um, we've tried really hard, or I have, as I buy groceries now to like not buy stuff I don't need. And I really think using the services, the delivery, or the even if you purchase it and pick it up, it just helps you be more stable and healthy and not see these things and just pick them up, you know? Mm-hmm. For me, it's I've noticed that. But um, this article is actually about expiration dates. And it just basically goes on to say that, like, expiration dates are more of a general guide. And, you know, use your own brain to decide if something looks bad or good. And, you know, the use by best before, those things are not always set in stone. So before you throw something out... You know, check and see if you could, you know, use it. You know me. If, anytime we have a bunch of stuff in the refrigerator that needs to, like, people say it needs to be thrown out, that's when I make some kind of yummy soup or something, Mr. Jesse. <laughs> you want to cover the next one? Sure. So the next one is 10 frozen food nutritionalists say always buy. So let's see. This one's my one of my favorites, frozen edamame. We love that. Yeah, frozen pitted sweet cherries. We always have we those. We always have those. We put also. those in we the smoothies. Costco. Mm-hmm. We don't normally freeze this, but we normally have some like frozen baby spinach. spinach. Always have frozen, well, not well, frozen, but canned corn. corn. We usually have yeah. canned corn. And then frozen wild berries. We usually have fresh and wild berries. The doggies like blueberries. What about frozen rice cauliflower? We've bought that, but we usually we bought get like cauliflower. The... I don't know if we bought rice cauliflower. No, like I think the... we might have, I think. Eh. It's possible. Another one that we always have, it seems like now, is some potatoes, some kind of French fry. But they say frozen baked potato wedges is a Mm must-have. Lastly, with frozen brown rice. That'll keep you just stocked, you know? It's like I've learned that if you have a certain certain things just kind of in the household, you can make a good number of things if you just kind of keep those in. We're going to take a little break and tell, uh, talk about where we went uh, last night down on the strip to BrewDog, Mr. Jesse? Sure. Leave all the toxic vibes behind and get ready to clear the fog from your mind. It's time to get stimulated. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Well, we did go down to Brewdog on the Strip. It's a brand new brewery um, and kind of a Scottish theme. Kind of reminded me of Philadelphia, some East East Coast places that have Scottish and Irish kind of places. Mm-hmm. Um, not very in your face though, because we didn't really realize it till I saw like a Scottish burger on the menu, and I was like, and it had haggis on, and I was like, okay, this is probably a Scottish place, and kind of it clicked. But the wait, waiter guy, he, it seemed like he was he was nice, but he was kind of. A little rough, you know, more of a blue collar vibe, and not everybody in our group, I think, appreciated the the uh, hospitality as much as me and you did. And there was, you know, some complaining and whatever. But I enjoyed the view, um, beautiful view, right? It was like a rooftop. There was no glass. How'd you enjoy your burger? 
I didn't get a burger because we <laughs> ordered a burger and the guy just like came back and was like, hey, uh, guys, you guys are done. And I'm like, wait, okay. It's fine, because we were, at that point, we were kind of, like, just chilling anyway, and it was like, okay, if there's a burger, if a burger arrives, so you, I'll eat burger. You understood the table behind us better. What happened with the table behind us? So the table behind us, they came in, they sat down, and I think they kind of overheard some of our conversation about bad service and everything, and they just, like, peaced out and left. Because like, when I looked over, they so they had food presented they on their like table, but they had, 75% of some nachos, and they didn't even touch them. Either... I th- it's possible, too, that, again, we live here. Somebody else might have came up here, got a drink, and ordered something, might not even really have been hungry, just to get that beautiful view mm-hmm. of the sunset. I mean, because the sunsets here in Vegas are very unique. They're like, when it's cold, it reflects all these pinks and oranges, and it's really, really amazing, actually, to see with the Las Vegas Strip and all the lights, unobstructed by glass. It was literally, you could just step right off the thing and, you know, jump down if you really wanted to. Slightly dangerous. <laughs> But we do recommend it. We'll be back, right, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, I liked it. We don't complain as much as some of the other people in our little groupsy whoopsie. You know, it, it's busy. People, they were their third week open, right? Yeah. I think it was third like week. the third week open. All right, Mr. Jesse. Let's take a break and we'll be right back to zip through the news. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. New episodes weekly at DoctorWhoever.com. I can't find my button today, Mr. Jesse. What zippity doo dah? I can't find it. That's my favorite one. <laughs> Give me a second, I'll find it. All right, Mr. Jesse, I found that button. Let's zip through the rest of the news. Yes, sir, honey. It happened on one of them zippity-doo-dah days. Now, that's the kind of day when you can't open your mouth without a song jump right out of it. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity My, oh, my, what a wonderful day. Well, we have a celebrity-backed Bell Bonds organization that looks like they've had to close. Um, you might recognize some of these names in the uh, organization. It looks like we have John Legend, Danny Glover, and Richard Branson, all part of this group to help people, I guess, pay their bail and get them out of jail. But apparently on November, back in November, somebody that they, I guess, helped get out um, shot somebody, and actually it was here in Las Vegas, Jesse. No, oh, jeez. So um, they had to shut down their Las Vegas chapter after helping to release the man who later went on to shoot and nearly kill a Las Vegas waiter. Wow. Interesting, right? It is interesting. What is this about Congress approving some new election rules, um, you know, in response to January 6th? What is this? Um, what are they doing? Is there things they're trying to do to prevent issues, you know, that happened before? Do you know anything about this? I haven't looked into it, but I heard about changing some of the, 
the rules on on certifying an election kind of based on what happened with Donald Trump, but I haven't read through the whole um, rules and policies that they that they. It looks like it looks like they're looking for legislation that would close loopholes that weren't in place back in 2022. That experts say um, Trump and his cronies were trying to pull different levers to maintain some different. So it's kind of like uh, with levels Trump's aggression efforts to upend the 2020 election, pretty much. Interesting. We'll keep you up to date with that. What about this TikTok psychic being sued over saying they know the killer of the <laughs> students, Jesse, of the... Oh, uh, I mean, like, so you got, a, you got a TikTok psychic saying that a professor killed these four Idaho students, and it looks like they're getting sued. You know, you can't just go in saying that. Um, this is uh, Ashley... G-U-I-L-L-A-R-D, Gillard, claims she knows who killed four University of Idaho students in the grisly crime that has shocked the country and stumped police. Her source of information, tarot card readings, Jesse. I could do that. You could have solved it a long time ago. (laughs) And Ryan Seacrest adds to the lameness of New Year's Eve with his whatever lameness he'll be doing. Um, And he says he's perfectly fine with a boozeless New Year's Eve. You know, is is like shows like turning towards boozeless? I think I that's know. kind of like the, the time where you kind of just unwind and see like your favorite personalities a little, a little loosened up winky. a little bit. He's probably afraid he'll kiss a man or something to come out of the closet. Now, let's take a break, Jesse. And I want to tell you about nine breakthroughs this year that may help us have a brighter future. Sounds good. Yet it may cause a slight tingling sensation. Get ready to feel something. This is Doctor Whoever. I said, what? She said, yeah. I said, no. So the girl come downstairs. She come out of her apartment with her baby with no shoes on. I said, oh, girl, it's cold outside. She said, something ain't right. I said, oh, man. She said, oh, man. The building is on fire. I said, no, what? Well, this list may give you some hope for the future, Jesse. You know, with everything being crazy and all, um, this list just talks about some of the amazing medical advancement we have had recently with the COVID crisis helped push research to other cures and other developments that may not have been found so quickly mm-hmm. without proper motivation. Yeah, like um, one of them, like the U.S. was able to slow the speed of monkeypox virus. There are uh, all these HIV drugs and cocktails they're getting. Like there's every day I turn on the TV, there's some new prep thing they're trying to like shove down our throats, Mr. Jesse. Yep. And also, what is it? NASA successfully flew a spacecraft into a targeted asteroid, making a critical first step towards a system of planetary defense. It's a real-life Armageddon out there. Yep. And after a decade of prohibition, government-funded psychedelic research is back. We talked about that. Yeah, you know, there's all kinds of research that's going and there's a few states that have legalized it. I think, was it like Colorado and Oregon? Um, And also from COVID-19 to malaria, it looks like we're entering the golden age of vaccine development, just kind of what we were talking about before. And Jesse, the hole in the ozone layer is... The the hole is... The hole's hole. The earth's hole is shrinking. It's shrinking. (laughs) 
I don't know about this one, though. It looks like the FDA approved a form of cultivated lab-grown meat. That doesn't sound like something for me. <laughs> I'm going to pass on that, unless it's an emergency. And then, what else we got, Jesse? Progress on affordable housing policies. There we go. All right, what else we got, Mr. Jesse? We got Bad Bunny Mad Oh, we do. Coming. All right, here we go. I always forget you like that one, so this one. My mission is simple, to make you money. I'm here to level the playing field for all investors. There's always a bull market somewhere, and I promise to help you find it. Mad Money starts now. From this picture came, uh, is where came my name, you know, Bad Bunny, because I was, I don't look mad, but I know that I was mad. I was mad, you know, I was trying to smile like it. Like, yeah, I let them work. With the basket full of eggs? Yeah. No. You were an actual Bad Bunny. Yeah. And that's where I see and Well, it looks like the economy's fundamental problem has changed, and for the better. Uh, the supply chain, which got a disastrous shift back when COVID did hit and shut down much of the world, the transit community, my dad's a truck driver, um, they still went around and did as much as they could, but it was the companies themselves that weren't making the products and shipping them out to these truckers to then send to distributors to then send to your store shelves. But as we come back and we all, you know, are getting back jobs and people are, people are getting back to a life that they want to be better than the life that they had um, during COVID or, and before COVID. And they're looking for more things they want and they're doing more research. And I think consumers are being a little bit more smart and are thinking about what they really need versus just these wants that I think people may have had that don't really give as much joy as they used to. What do you think about that? Yeah, I agree 100% with what you're saying. It's just things on things, and, you know, eventually you got so many things, you don't have anywhere to put the things you have. <laughs> uh, I do love talking about Facebook. I mean, meta. Meta. Excellent. I like to buy 500 shares of Animotion Incorporated. Okay. Uh, now, before I execute this order, are you sure you understand the risks of stock ownership? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Meta agrees to pay $725 million in a settlement for data privacy. Yeah, the lawsuit, which oh. dates back to 2018, came after Facebook had secretly shared the personal data of up to 87 million users without the cons- consultation of uh, Cambridge Analytica. What is that? Cambridge Analytica. That name sounds familiar. Wasn't that something that was like in a scandal with something at one point a while ago? 
I guess so. That sounds familiar. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had something to do with something. I so apparently the information was reportedly used by now defunct British company for the purpose of voter profiling and targeting. The mm. data was harvested through innocent looking personality quiz apps called This Is That's Your Digital right. Life. I remember that. Many yes, people yes, yes, still yes. take this. I didn't Which do Facebook that, no. allowed the firm to run on its platform. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't do any of those. Well, I got some advice from Mark Cuban, Jesse. What do you have to He's say? He's telling young people how to start a business, giving you some tips out there for a new year. If you're trying to be an entrepreneur, you just want to get a new life or have a little small gig, these little tips might help you a little bit. And this is one of the most interesting quotes that I found from him. He said in a quote, the key to, a, to starting a business when you're young is doing things that you can do yourself, things you can do with your own time. Let me go on to say, if it's a product, do something that's easy for you to get and easy for you to sell. It really comes down to one thing. The best businesses are, are things you can control and do yourself. That's what being an entrepreneur is all about. It's good, good advice. That's good advice, right? And I've said that. It's like, I mean, like in the holidays, there are times when I feel like I, I, when you go over to other people's houses and you're not in your own environment, you're like, you're not in control. I don't like that. I like being in control. And, you know, when you are trying to think of something like this, you do want to make sure you're the one that's making the decisions. Mm -hmm. And it's also good to know that it's something that a lot of people need. Look out there for problems that people are having in everyday life. And if you're having a problem, good chance a lot of other people are having the same kind of problem you have. And if you can find a solution, all the better for it. Most definitely. Let's take a little break, and we'll get into some world and politics news, Jesse. We do have a little bit of that to cover today. Okay. The Doctor Whoever Project, safer than an x-ray, yet it may cause a slight tingling sensation. Get ready to feel something. This is Doctor Whoever. We got China sending 71 warplanes and seven ships toward Taiwan, Mr. Jesse. Um, the, this is according to the Chinese military, I guess, T-A-I-P-E-I, Taipei, Taiwan. <laughs> I have no idea what it's supposed to say, to be honest. But um, China's military harassment of Taiwan, which it claims is its own territory, has intensified in recent years. The Communist Party's the Communist Party's People's Liberation <laughs> Army. Let me try that again. The Communist Party's People's... There's a lot of plurals there. A lot of Ps. Communist Party's People's Liberation Army has sent planes or ships toward the island on a nearly daily basis. Yeah, so China was not happy about uh, Taiwan-related provisions in the U.S. annual defense budget. And Joe Biden had been pretty adamant about that we will protect Taiwan and we've allocated some military funding in there in order to do that. So China in response has increased their wartime games around Taiwan. So this is just another escalation of them continuing to do that. Mm -hmm. 
Well, this is according to Newsweek, and this is good news and happy Christmas, happy New Year to a lot of people, but Trump likely to be indicted will end life behind bars, congressman says. Who is this congressman that says these wonderful things? Oh, Jamie Raskin. Raskin. He comes on and says all kinds of crazy things that never pan out. But former President Donald Trump will likely be indicted and sent to and spend the rest of his life behind bars, Representative Jamie Raskin said on Sunday. Raskin, a Maryland Democrat, served on the House Select Committee investigating the January 6, 2021 riot. The panel spent months probing Trump's role in the insurrection, which saw a mob of Trump supporters allegedly forced their way into the Capitol. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Well, the panel last week referred Trump on four criminal charges to the Department of Justice and released a report into their findings. And there's all kinds of other, the test, the um, transcripts are coming out, right? And like all that kind of stuff. It's like all mm-hmm. coming out, all coming out. Do you know who the number four Democrat is right now, Jesse? It's James Clyburn. Okay, so I was looking at this, and I feel like this. The there's another guy on here, and he looks like he's Asian. Is he the yeah. guy that came to our event? Mm-hmm. Oh, he is. Okay, okay. So is there like a dispute over if is he the number four? Is this guy? Yeah, I think a like, lot what's of, going on here. A lot of people were wanted the, all the senior leadership to step down, mm-hmm. um, but this but guy doesn't want to. Clyburn's. I mean, it, it is good to have senior leadership in a position to where they oh, can yeah. help the new members coming in. Most people in don't even know what this means. Leadership roles. So. I only brought it up because I saw it and I was like, oh, that guy looks familiar. I feel like that's that guy. And I was like, oh, it is. Shit, is yeah, that guy? They both been to Vegas. What do you know? What do you know? What do you know? God is great. Beer is good. And people are crazy. How about the top happiest cities around the country, Mr. Jesse? Did we make the list? No. Wow. Just another FN list? Yes, just another FN list. But there's quite a few Californians on here, so I thought you would be helpful with this because I know you are from the great golden state of California, and um, you're up in the valley, as you like to call it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, number- she lived in one of them. Well, number 10 is Irvine, California. Where, where, where's that exactly? <laughs> Irvine? I'm just kidding. I know it's, where it it's is. By, uh, it's not far from San Diego, right? Close, no, it's closer to... Uh, Disneyland. Didn't I used to drive through that kind of? Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. I thought so. Um, Santa Clarita. Mm-hmm. That's we where you live there. You lived there at one point. What's number eight? Number eight is uh, San Jose, California. Number seven, Roseville. Where's that? It's uh, in Lenem. No, I mean, it's like uh, middle California. Hmm. And then Plano, Texas. Frisco, Texas. Fremont, California. Fremont, really? Interesting. Bellevue, Washington. And then Arlington, Virginia, where and I, I used to live, right I've outside of Washington, D.C. I've never been to this one. Sunnyvale, California. Not Sunny, sure where that's Sunnyvale? Out. Sunnyvale. It sounds like it would be Sunnyvale, like... Sunnyvale, Sunnyvale. It sounds like it would be one of those beautiful one. places. Were you happy when you were in Santa Clarita? Santa Clarita was nice. I enjoyed it. I was also... Um, well, Arlington, number two, that's right outside of D.C., you know, where the Pentagon is all there and everything. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a nice little area. I enjoy it. I, I enjoyed those spots, but I think Las Vegas might make, North Las Vegas might make one of those lists one day real soon. I think what do you so think too. about that, Mr. Jesse? 
All right, you ready to wrap it up for the day? You got anything else Let's we should talk about? Did we uh, miss anything? Oh, we were going to talk about like our New Year's Eve plans. Did we did we make any New Year's Eve plans? Or are we just going to wing it? I think we're going to wing it's it. It's just going to be us, right? No, no us. complainers in the mix. So we're just going to wing it and do whatever we like? Okay. See, that's what I prefer to do. Me and you just winging it, doing what we want. If we want to do something, do it. If you don't want to do something, don't do it. Stay at home, people. Because people are crazy. All right, Mr. Jesse, let's get to the last break, and then we can get out for the day and see what else we're going to do. Mr. Jesse, how about that? Sounds good. For the new normal in local Las Vegas radio, Doctor Whoever is now streaming live in HD, delivered straight to your device. Find it all at DoctorWhoever.com. Well, if you stuck out for the whole show, appreciate it so much. We tried out some of our new production today. It was kind of a test run for the 2023 model. What do you think about it, Mr. Jesse? It's kind of great. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, the sound is getting better because we are down here in the puppy den. Got a puppy on my leg, and one of his ears is almost hitting the escape button. And another one over here, over on Mr. Jesse, chewing on wires, squeaking toys. But we did take the jingly collars off eventually. We did. The jingly collars were going to drive me insane. But I'm liking this. We, uh... This is our eighth show of the month of December, I think, yeah, Jesse. Look at that. I know. So we are back on track to doing more shows, hoping for the new year, right, Mr. Jesse? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to ask for a salary increase, everybody. Same Z. <laughs> All right, you ready for the Broken Hip Hop wrap up, Mr. Jesse? Let's wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up. Meek Mill today on the Broken Hip Hop Rapper, Mr. Jesse. Yes. Are you do. familiar with Meek Mill? I do know Meek Mill. I'm not gonna lie. When I first saw this, I was I thought he was that guy that died. Who's wasn't there some guy that died that had a similar name? No. He's alive, Meek Mill. Yep. Well, apparently Meek Mill is still alive because he bailed out 20 incarcerated Philadelphia women to unite them with their family for the holidays, Mr. Jesse. Philadelphia's coming up a lot on this show lately. Uh, Meek Mill is bringing cheer this holiday season as the Reformed Alliance co-founder paid the bell of women currently incarcerated in Philadelphia. The women who were incarcerated at Riverside Correctional Facility in Philadelphia also received gift cards to buy presents 
for their families. Five women were released today and will be reunited with their families with 15 more women to re- be released this coming week, Mr. Jesse. What do you think about that? Pretty good. You know Meek Mill from you used to date Nicki Minaj for a couple of years. Do I? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, hopefully something doesn't happen like that other story where, you know, somebody got bailed out and then they went and, you know, popped the cap in a couple of people, you know. <laughs> that would be no good, Mr. Jesse, right? No, no. All right, well, are you ready to wrap it up for the show? Let's wrap it Let's up. Let's wrap it up for the day. at me like I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I give them the peace. I'm out. Well, Mr. Jesse, I think we are done for the day. I wonder why something stopped over here because the uh, NDI digital streaming just stop. There we go. Stop sending the oh. stop sending the signal of the song across. I was like, "What's going on?" And I figured out the problem too. If you see on the uh, big screen up ahead, we uh, we're now no longer oh, you can't see it, but we're now no longer recording over a track. So I figured out that problem. That's what it was. It was like an old sample track, and we were just recording over it. But we are out. This is the Doctor Ever Project. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. We're gonna take these cute little puppy babies for a walk. I think, Mr. Jesse. How about that? Sounds good. All right, later. Peace out. See you. Bye. Let everybody. I was fucking with the street niggas, I ain't hit the baddest bitch there And I'm humble when I meet niggas, I don't ever lack cause I've been there Get my homie at 17, I don't ever lack, I know I ain't shit fair I was down bad, I had to sit there And just wait it out, nobody in my hood ain't go this far I had to pay the top You pussy really think I came this far to let y'all hit me out